I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Our number two of a numbers game at VSIN, the sports betting network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. Still to come this hour, Jordan Sherwood talking UFC with us. UFC 289, Amanda Nunes in action. We'll get his thoughts on uh, all the betting on that card. Todd Wright joins us. It's been a while since we've had Todd Wright on the show. The greatest sports radio host there ever was, Todd Wright. Uh, will join us to talk Stanley Cup playoffs. He also wants to chime in on the old uh, PGA Live merger, Kelly. Did you see that one uh, That one theory I tweeted? I retweeted out yesterday from a gentleman. I, I forgot his name now. It's killing me. But he had a theory that the merger's never going to happen. Well, that the government, yes, there's some DOJ, yes. DOJ legal stuff that could still go happen here that it, it might not. I don't have a law degree. I'm, I'm not smart enough legally to know if there, there's any, you know, weight to that opinion. But I thought that was an interesting take on it all. Yeah. And then everybody's been asking the question of, you know, where's Greg Norman? Oh, he must be getting pushed out. And then we get a report yesterday that, oh, Liv's not going anywhere, actually. It's going to be sticking around. So, I, who knows? man, who knows who at knows? this point? Yeah. Carlitos had three match points. Oh, excuse me, three set points. Pardon me. Let me not get crazy. Three set points. Djokovic staves them all off. We are on serve in the second. Oh, goodness gracious. Wow. Chris Felica joins us. Clearly, I'm interrupting his morning. It's five to five, by the way, in the second. Clearly, I'm interrupting his morning. He's from Fox Sports here to talk Belmont Stakes with us. The 155th running of the Belmont Stakes. How you doing, Chris? I, I, I'm good, other than the fact that you're just... You interjecting on my viewing here of this uh of this match you know that Djokovic is not human he is I mean, not. serious this guy is like a cyborg it's unbelievable it's inc- but uh, yeah no it's 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 an awesome weekend of uh of sports when the the semifinals uh today on the men's side the the, the women's final tomorrow and men's final sunday Belmont tomorrow stanley cup final nba final and I, i'm not sure if you mentioned that but otani takes the bump tonight as well so uh <laughs> Thank you. I've yet to mention that. Tony on the bump for sure. Why is uh, that? I, I don't know. Have you ever stopped to think why is that? Uh, <laughs> let me see. So the Belmont this weekend, uh, you have come on this show many times and you've actually called your shot on the Belmont before the Derby even tap it famously where, where you call your shots and you hit the Belmont. Uh, do these, do the triple crown race? I mean, you bet horses year round. Do the triple crown races for someone like you get you juiced up or not really? Is it just an any old race for you? Uh, the, the, the Belmont certainly does just because like of all the three, this is the one that's nearest and dearest to my heart because like growing up on Long Island and having been to this race 
so many times and being to Belmont so many times. Uh, like I, I still get juice for this race. The, the Preakness uh, is kind of the one that falls a little bit on uh, deaf ears, flat, 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 uh, whatever for me as well, just because usually the, you had a lot, not many people, not many horses rather carrying over to the Preakness. And then uh, it's kind of a nah field with a lot of filler in it. But uh, the Belmont still gets gets it going for me, and the Derby just that entire card as well. So yeah, I still, uh, but but I, I am probably uh, equally excited for today's card at Belmont as I am tomorrow's. Oh, what do you got today? You want to throw those in? Um, I got a, I got, I don't have n- uh, names in front of me here, but oh, okay. Uh, yeah, 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 no, we got it's um. Well, let's go got a couple tomorrow. of stakes races today. Yeah, okay. we'll, we'll we'll talk tomorrow. Okay, so Forte is the short shot, like Forte was at the Kentucky Derby, though this time Angel of Empire is uh, almost as short priced. Forte three to one, uh, courtesy of Circus Sports. Angel of Empire plus three seventy five, Tappet Trice plus three seventy five. So there is a bunch up here in terms of the betting a favorite, if you will. How are you betting this? Is there a longer shot? Is there a short shot? What do you got here? Yeah, I'm not sure if Forte is going to close uh, as the favorite. I, I, I don't know. You hear things, whether it's feet are bothering them. Who knows what, what to believe? But it just it is a shame because this horse had such a great two-year-old campaign, and then the early part of his three-year-old campaign was great as well, and then it just poor timing with the uh, the foot injury that caused him to scratch the derby and, and now we'll see if he can bounce back i mean it's hard for me to back a horse that hasn't run in 70 days and couldn't train for a little while and you come back and you're going to run him a mile and a half but that that seems like like a bit of a stretch for me or a little bit of a tall task but i think the two horses that in my opinion that are the most likely winners are the two horse tapatrice and the seven horse hit show uh, Tappet Trice, and we've talked about this before, he kind of falls in that Tappet Destin type of uh, uh, type of mold where Todd Pletcher gets his horses ready, runs them at Tampa, then runs them in the Derby, and they don't necessarily run well in the Derby, but at the same time, then they skip the Preakness, and then he points them towards this mile-and-a-half grind, and Tappet Trice feels like a horse that uh, can grind out a consistent, even running style and really flourish at this mile and a half distance. So if you want the shorter shot, I think Tappet Trice is the horse to bet. If you want a little bit of a longer price, I think the seven horse hit show is, is a horse that you need to look at as well. It is a horse that his races, his buyers have gotten better with each race that he's run. Uh, he's been favored in every race he's taken part in, except for the Kentucky Derby. And, and now again, he's a horse uh, trained by Brad Cox and Brad Cox, has another horse in the race, uh, Angel of Empire, who's going to be probably one of the favorites, obviously, was the Derby favorite. And he's got a horse named Tappet Shoes in here as well, who I think he entered as a rabbit to kind of ensure that National Treasure didn't get away with easy fractions up front. And that's going to benefit Hit Show, who I think is going to be sitting like third or fourth the entire way around. And of all the horses in the race, I have the most confidence that Hit Show can get the mile and a half distance. So if you're looking for a a little bit of a price play. Mm. I think the seven horse hit show is the one to take a look at. Kelly, what do you think? Bets on hit show? Hey, here's the thing. I'm going to do you a favor, Chris. I'm <laughs> not going to bet on hit show so that you can win with hit show. I was going to say, tell me it. it. Jeez. Yeah, but I'd never win these. So if like if I bet it, it's never winning. I actually won one of these this year. So <laughs> Did you really? I'm on a roll, Gil. That snaps wow. like a six-year streak. 
I uh, I won on American Pharaoh. Didn't win before. Haven't won since. <laughs> that's kind of the horse racing record here. Um, so I'm going to do you that favor, Chris. So so that's the that's the horse to go with in, in terms of a long shot price. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I think so. I, I, I think so. So now this, I hesitate to do this, but I'm going to do this because we don't often get a chance to. A little horse racing betting 101, because even, even the sports better doesn't, you know, will bet a horse, you know, let's say three times a year or maybe four with, with, the, uh, with the Breeders' Cup, and, and still, are conf- still is confused as to what it is and how it is that they're betting. So just give us one bet, one type of bet that you'll be making and what it actually means. A little horse racing uh, 101. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bet, here we go, I'm going to bet what's going to be called an, an exacta key box. I, I'm going, basically, I'm going to include Happy Trice and Hit Show, the two horses that I think are the most likely winners, and I'm going to key them in one spot in the exacta. Meaning that if if one of those two horses runs first or second, I I am in a really good position. I'm going to key them uh, in one spot with with the the two three four six seven eight. So basically, it's a two dollar exacta which, which will run you which will run you a two dollar exacta box will run you forty dollars because it's it, it's two dollars each way which each combination. So basically, hit show or tap a trice would have to run first or second, and then two three four six seven eight would have to run in the other spot in order for you to, to win your bet. So okay. you're, you're kind of trying to maximize. Uh, it's almost like a little bit of a, a parlay type wager where you're trying to get a little bit better price on if you're right, especially about Tappet Trice, three to one or whatever he's going to be. If you can get one of those longer prices in the other spot, uh, you're, in a good, you're in a good spot. All right. Do you have any Champions League or Stanley Cup finals thoughts? Well, I, I'm, I'm going. I'm, I hit on it a little bit earlier in the week. I'm going to play draw. I'm going to play draw for 90 minutes uh, in the Champions League final tomorrow. Uh, again, I, I think there's going to be a lot of pressure on uh, Manchester City. I mean, they, they're clearly the best team in the world right now. But but Liverpool was kind of in a similar situation last year where they were playing catch up in the Premier League all year, didn't get to catch Manchester City, and then I think all of these games, these high pressure games that they played caught up with them in the final and they lost to Real Madrid and they matched that. Uh, they had a ton of shots, a ton of chances to win, but just couldn't ultimately uh, get through. I think this is going to be a little bit of a similar situation for Manchester City where there's so much pressure on them to finally win Champions League. They're the big favorite, but they're going against an Italian side that rarely concedes. They have a really good midfield. Uh, we, we've seen these Champions League tw- finals be 1-0 to 2-0. Uh, the last couple of years, so I don't expect this to to really be a runaway. So I'm going to play draw in 90 minutes and hope that Inter can take this to uh, to added extra time or penalties. All right. And are you betting the Stanley Cup final at all? Well, I, I have. I had a uh, a bet. I played the Panthers to win the cup, like right after they beat the Bruins. Good for you. So I had I had that in in hand, but I went on uh, with with Tim and Sean the other day, and uh, they, they we were talking about it, and I thought playing the. The, uh, the Knights to win in five games was the play. And after last night's game, I still feel that's probably the the, the play because they dominated the game last night. Sure and they, they really have to be hating themselves for, for giving up that late goal and when the Panthers pulled the goalie and then not capitalizing on that power play. So I, now you can probably get a better price on the uh, the Knights to win in five than you could the other day when I went on with, uh, with, with Sean and Tim. So I, I think Knights in five is still probably the, uh, the the play that I would like the most there. Plus 260 on the yeah. Vegas Golden Knights winning in five if you are interested. 
All right, are you? Uh, we only have thirty seconds. Uh, where, where are you in the college football brain right now? Are you ramping up? Or are you not there yet mentally? I'm, I'm, I'm not there yet mentally. I've, I've looked at a couple of things, <clears throat> a couple of attractive bets right now that appear to me are uh, LSU win total under, uh, Colorado win total under. I mentioned the Oklahoma bet that I have. Um, so LSU and Colorado team total under, and uh, Colorado State I think is one of those group of five teams that you might be able to get a, a, a nice price on going under as well. I think they're going to be improved uh, in the Mountain West this year. Chris Felica, ladies and gentlemen, four sports, one segment. Fox Sports, Chris Felica, coming out of retirement to uh, join us on the show this morning. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it. Take care. Have a great weekend, go. My man. F-A-L-L-I-C-A on the old Twitter machine, Chris Felica. We'll come back. Todd Wright joins us to talk live PGA, Stanley Cup final. We got some NBA on the way as well. Jordan Sherwood on the UFC. Numbers Game Visa and the Sports Betting Network. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check the current betting splits data. Splitting bets. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits, yet another way. Too many to count. That VSIN is here to make you smarter, better year round. Check them out. All of today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. We are level in the men's semi and Roland Garros between Carlitos Alcaraz and Novak Djokovic. Alcaraz breaks to win the set 7-5. So they are one set apiece now. It becomes a de facto best of three. Settle in, everybody. This will go on for a while. 
I don't know that our Carlitos handicap is going to get home here. I'll settle for him to uh, to win this, but I do want to get to the handicap. But I, I, I will settle for him to win this at this point. But this is going to be tremendous. Uh, minus uh, Alcaraz live line back over two dollars minus two oh seven on Carlitos, and the adjusted total forty two and a half in the heavyweight Titanic match that is Alcaraz versus Djokovic on clay. We talk some hockey. We talk some golf now with the greatest sports talk radio host there ever was. I will not be debated on this subject. He's currently the host of the Todd Wright podcast where he gave our own Kelly Bidlin a shout this week. It's Todd Wright, everybody. How you doing, Todd? It's been too long, Gil. So today's segment maintains our streak. I have joined you during the Stanley Cup playoffs to talk hockey now every year starting in 2017. Wow. So we are seven years running. I love so it. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Uh, it's an honor. My The honor is mine. Believe me. I, before we get to hockey, because I do want, I, I totally want to get your thoughts on the Stanley Cup uh, final. Now that we have a final series that, uh, oh, oh, might have some legs. But first, uh, it, it, it would be remiss of me not to ask you about the live PGA, or should I say the PGA live, whichever way you want to say it, merger. Uh, because you are a guy who runs golf tournaments. You are a big golf better. You've been a big golf DFS player through the years. You have some keen thoughts on this. What do you got? Uh, yeah, well, I do want to confirm for my hundreds of Todd Wright Tour players over the last eight years here in Florida that the Todd Wright Tour will have no affiliation with the uh, <laughs> consolidation of the DP World Tour, the GPA <laughs> Tour, and the Live going forward. We'll still operate as an independent entity, uh, with the financing coming exclusively from me and my sponsors. Uh, Gil, you and I have kind of been following along on this with some uh, some of the reporting on this. First of all, to call this a merger seems inaccurate. To call projecting what will happen in 2024 seems premature. Uh, there's as much chance that this falls apart as this goes forward. Uh, I contend had a live player, namely Brooks Kepka, won the Masters a month before a live player, Brooks Kepka, won the PGA. We might have gotten this in May rather than in June because the PGA Tour cannot operate with players winning majors that do not play in PGA Tour events. Let's remind everyone, the majors are not run by the PGA Tour. They are run by four independent entities. They are independent from the DP World Tour and live. Um, Gil, I don't rule out that next year the PGA Tour and live will continue to operate uh, events, and you will have some crossover where live players do receive special exemptions, a limited number to play in some PGA Tour events, but they are ineligible for the retirement program, and also for the uh, multi-million dollar FedEx Cup playoffs. In exchange, non-live players will now have another chance at live money to participate in live events that do not conflict with PGA Tour events. That's just my guess. This is not a merger. Yeah, I mean, you're not the first to say this now. And again, legal minds would would have an insight that maybe you or I wouldn't, but you are... Uh... You are corroborating some of what some folks are saying, that this may never happen. Um, we'll, we'll all find out together, Todd. I mean, who knows how this will uh, evolve, but it is certainly a, a seismic or could be a seismic shift in golf or maybe nothing at all, uh, ultimately, in the end. And then it will be 
the current business as usual, which has its own set of uh, tentacles and, and implications as well. Uh, let's talk Stanley Cup final, because last night it looked like, I mean, we were two minutes and 15 seconds away from the Vegas Golden Knights for all intents and purposes going on the, you know, being on the doorstep, if you will. I mean, they would at that point have been an overwhelming favorite. It's only happened four times in the history of hockey that a team has come back from a three to nothing deficit in a best of seven series. Um, so it would have been fait accompli. But the Panthers, uh, they pull Bobrovsky and Matthew Kachuk puts the biscuit in the basket. They tie it up. Then they have that penalty, which was a ticky-tack tripping call where, you know, then Vegas starts the uh, the overtime in a power play mode for one minute and 48 seconds after the 11 seconds of regulation takes off. Anyway, in the end, if Florida does Florida things, and again, they win a game in overtime, 9-0 and is it now in overtimes this postseason? Where do you stand on all of this with the Panthers minus 123 favorites once again in game four? You lay out everything that happened in game three very well. So I'll save time and look ahead to game four and how I would play this going forward. This isn't the first time um, that I have felt this series feels like 2003 again to me. And let me explain. That was 20 years ago. 20 years ago and never since has the home team won every game in the Stanley Cup Finals. And I remember that series because I was in Vegas for much of it playing it uh, because it was also a series where Scott Stevens, we thought, killed Paul Correa on the ice. It was back in an era where, same with the National Football League, you could just lay guys out, and that was pretty much it. And Paul Correa got up, but that hit still resonates with many hockey fans who watched that series. Um, the Devils won every home game they had, and the Ducks won every home game they had. And the Devils ultimately beat the Ducks in seven games. And this series has a little bit of that feel to me. I don't put it past Florida winning game four. Then the cup is not in the building for game five. We've seen Vegas be able to turn it on, but then lay off the gas. We just saw it against Dallas the last series. Then the series goes back to Florida. The cup's in the building. Bobrovsky and Kachuk do their thing with a little help from Montour at the blue line and Carter Verhage, who had the game winner last night. And then we go back to Vegas for a game seven and Vegas wins it all. Um, also, so in that in that vein, Gil, I think there's value because in that 2003 Stanley Cup final, the Devils won the Cup and a Duck won the Conn Smythe. It was very unpopular. It's very rare. I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. I know the only MVP from the losing team of a Super Bowl mm -hmm. was linebacker Chuck Howley, who just got elected to the Hall of Fame as the MVP of Super Bowl V where the Cowboys lost to the Colts. I think there's a very valid scenario here based on what Matthew Kachuk has done the last five Panther wins, and if he does it again in game four, either an assist or directly involved with a game-winning goal. On the game-winning goal last night, Gil, where was Kachuk? He had just screamed mm -hmm. kill on the game-winning goal. Uh, we all knew if Kachuk didn't return to game three. The series was over. I think there's value on Kachuk winning the Conn Smythe, even if VGK wins the Stanley Cup, and that would be the first time that would happen in 20 years. Wow. That Now that, because I was going to go to Conn Smythe next, but you, you, you beat me to it, and that was not at all what I was expecting. So 
because I guess John Sebastian Jaguer was the last player on a losing team to to win yes. the Conn Smythe, I believe. And so obviously yep. a goaltender. You're you're talking about a non-goaltender on a losing team. Boy, let me just say this: if that scenario manifested, there are some people with Marshasaw tickets that are that have huge Marshasaw tickets, and also some people with Eichel tickets who would just be so miserable. I get it. I totally get it. And look, Eichel, and especially I, I would lean to Marchesa over Eichel at this point. But let's say in game four, neither Eichel nor Marchesa do anything distinct. And Kachuk does Kachuk things, yeah. which he's been doing for a couple weeks now. We go to game five and Vegas wins, but it's not necessarily Marchesa or Eichel who are doing the damage. It's Stevenson. It's, uh, it's Riley Smith. Um, it, it's a shutout from Hill. This is the scenario, though, that I see when I look at 2003 and I look at 2020. We only have 30 seconds left. Is there a scenario, a similar, a, a similar, you know, a cousin of that, where you see Bobrovsky winning as a losing member of a team? I'm sure some could make that point, but I don't think it's as strong as when Jaguar won the Conn Smythe 20 years ago, considering the big numbers Vegas put up in game one and game two and how Bobrovsky was chased from game two. We don't have a shutout yet. You know, Vegas did have two goals last night based on the first three games. I would say no. Wow. Todd, always interesting. Always fascinating. Always a different perspective. Appreciate it. And uh, Kelly uh, really appreciated the shout out. Didn't you Kelly on the, on the Todd Wright podcast? That's right. That's Todd was very angry at me at first. And then, it seemed uh, like he was, was getting angry. And then you're yeah. like, no, he's shouting you out. <laughs> Thank you, Todd. Kelly, Appreciate Kelly, I am trying to put some things on Twitter just for you. There you wow, go. For my updated Twitter feed. Todd Wright Podcast, available where all podcasts are distributed. We'll talk UFC 289 with Jordan Sherwood next. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from our show hosts and guests. You'll also get unlimited access to our slash picks page. Sort picks by sport, matchup, event date, and more. Check the top VSIN experts leaderboard to view betting records, profit, and ROI, and see which VSIN expert has the hot hand for VSIN Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, plus 24 7 video access. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Sign them now for only $9.99 at VSIN.com slash subscribe we get tweets at beating the book this is from three jack h three one three one thompson twins reference cash is at 55 to one there you go fezzik by the way texting in on the thompson twins uh reference as well he said doctor doctor can't you see i'm burning thompson twins fire emoji whenever you get the fire emoji kelly you know it you know it really hit <laughs> fezzik's known for that too kino walker hilarious every time that letterman joke thanks again Xavier 82. Speaking of Letterman, if you've ever seen his guest appearance on Between Two Ferns with Galifianakis, it's hilarious. And the blooper reel is as well. Oh, it shows amazing. So great. <laughs> Mike Alvarez, if Messi follows Kelly Bidlin Guessing Lines College uh, Football Edition advice, uh, he flipped that contract into a billion this Oh, they said that you'll be able to flip into a billion this fall. Apo apologies to Paul. He didn't uh, tag Paul on there. A lot of thoughts on the uh, the NBA draft. This is from Sean at Fox Plays. The question is, this draft is, does Portland trade at three of Portland draft? Scoot, he is destined to fail as he isn't the shooter Simons or Dame is. I expect Houston to trade up one pick and grab Scoot. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, there. I think Portland will be aggressively shopping that spot. Yeah. But it's the, pro the problem is, is can you get enough in return for what the prospect level is that Scoot Henderson is? Mm -hmm. I mean, you have to get a lot back. For Likely that. not. Likely, Likely not. not. T for three. 
Comparing this match to boxing as you were, each drop shot Carlitos makes, Novak chases like a body blow, could pay dividends late in the match. This is high-level stuff. And Peter Watry, tennis question. Thank you for teaching us tennis betting. Really enjoyed watching Eagle Worker Craft yesterday. Why, though, was the arena? Oh, this is such a great question. Why was the arena only 40% full with fans? If women's tennis is not popular in Europe, we know it's not because everyone was at work. It's France. <laughs> a little Uh-oh. shot a little shot on the backside to France right there from Peter Watry. Um, I listen, I'm watching the, the French Open the same way you are, and it's it is a travesty how many empty seats. But what my understanding is they are corporate seats and they are just or 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 they're a federation. Someone one of the announcers saying it's some French, I don't know exactly what is the tennis federation in France, but they just they're not showing up to the matches. And it, it's such a bad look. The US Open, by contrast, for instance, our major in September is packed. Packed. There's like not a there's not a seat available. Wimbledon, same thing. This is just it, Roland Garros is a bad look. Well, maybe it's like Miami Heat games. Okay, they're just they're finishing <laughs> finishing some nice vino out there in Paris, and uh, they're just, they just they need a little time to get there. Okay, the Miami the Miami Heat games are twofold. It's the beginning where you're like, oh, I guess they're stuck in traffic because that's a plausible explanation. But yeah. then the second half, I'm like, really? Where are you people? Yeah. Why don't you come down from the concourse? Uh, what's going on with uh, Carlito right now? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to do a show over here, Kelly. I'm not distracted like Apparently an unprofessional. He, uh, grabbed, uh, he grabbed his leg. Oh, no. And had to uh, limp towards. Oh, no. I want to say the bench, but I don't know what you call it. His individual seating area. That is not good. So what, with the with sets tied up at one apiece and the third set on serve at one-to-one, Carlito's having some uh, massage done to his leg. The physio's checking him out? The physio is out. Nailed it. Kelly Bidlin, you can I'm go done. home. You can go home now, Kelly. <laughs> He's good. He's good for the show. <laughs> Let's talk some UFC. UFC 289 with our buddy Jordan Sherwood, who's the co-host of the Unnamed MMA podcast. You can follow him on Twitter at Wood on ESPN 1000. How you doing, Jordan? I am good, Gil. Talk about distraction. I'm outside right now because I got a little construction at the house, trains in the back. So we'll do the best we can, but. Happy to talk UFC with you each and every time. Well, if if, if we're on a uh, if we're on a time limit because the construction can happen at any moment, let's start with the main event. Amanda yeah. Nunes, who uh, had won twelve fights in a row, then uh, she lost by submission to Juliana Pena. She vanquished that defeat uh, by uh, beating Pena by decision. For many, the best pound for pound fighter, men or man or woman in the game, taking on Irena Aldana here. Um, minus 320 on Nunes, who, by the way, career record is 22 and five. We didn't think this fight was going to happen, but then, uh, with a cancellation, this is the matchup. Is this one of, by the way, both fighters, 35 years old. Is this one of these where Aldana will try desperately not to go to the ground? I'm guessing Jordan. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, if, if you're going to think of a path to victory, that's a lot easier for Amanda Nunez to get Irene Aldana out of there. It's certainly on the ground. Although I believe that Aldana is no slouch on the ground. Uh, Aldana comes from a wrestling back or excuse me, a boxing background. So she's very viable on her feet. She's going to be very comfortable there as well. We've seen her knock out some, uh, some top tier uh, competition in her path to get to this title shot. And yeah, Gil, you mentioned short notice, but she deserves to be here. I mean, right. Arena Aldana deserves to be fighting for a championship. So when you handicap this fight, a, you just have to consider Amanda Nunez is the greatest of all time. How much motivation is left for her to continue her legacy and cement it at 35 years of age. I think she's remotivated. She's about to become a mom for the second time, uh, and she wants to just put her stamp uh, on the Bantamweight division. It's certainly a favorable matchup for her. The odds indicate that, but I think the path, the path for people to look at this fight 
is not in a traditional Amanda Nunez goes out there and smokes her opponent. This is going to be a more tactical fight and I think a dirty fight, and I think it's going to go to the later round. So that's why I really like the, the number on the over at two and a half in my, at $1.25. It's a, it's a small price to pay, but I think it's worth it because Amanda Nunez is actually best also path to victory is, is clinch work, putting Aldana against the cage and, and outworking her. There's a risk because Nunez has failed uh, cardio before. Aldana's a long fighter and a tough fighter to get out of there. But I, that's the play, Gil. It's the over at two and a half for me on this one. Which is another way of saying you expect a decision is kind of what you're saying? Well, I think for sure at over at two and a half is, is worth it. Yeah, three and a half is plus money and four and a half. And I, I do believe that. I mean, Aldana also I, I hasn't been stopped in quite some time. She's, you know, a point fighter as well. So uh, I think that that's the path. Amanda Nunez playing it safe, playing it tactical. Uh, you stuff her into a parlay for sure, and you grab that over two and a half at a dollar twenty-five. Okay, so it doesn't have to be a decision, but over two and a half in the five rounder. So over two and a half the play yeah. on the main event. Co-main lightweight Charles Oliveira, Benel Dariush. What is the play here on this one? Well, first off, this fight is going to be bonkers, and I pray to the MMA gods that this fight goes to the ground because two, these two guys are wizards uh, on the ground. It's a bit surprising, I think, for some to see Charles Oliveira, the former champion, a guy that went through Justin Gagey, Michael Chandler, Dustin Poirier to win the lightweight championship as the underdog. But Benio Dariush is kind of the unsung hero of the lightweight division, 11-fight win streak. He's got uh, an unbelievable power in his right hand. He's a wizard, as I mentioned, on the ground. I think Benio Dariush is the rightful favorite. We've seen Charles Oliveira's chin get tested at times. He actually was dropped in all three of those aforementioned fights that he eventually won. So I think even though he's evolved in his Muay Thai and his stand-up, straight money line, Benil Dariush is the rightful play. We haven't seen him uh, struggle with striking in quite some time. He's, he's not shy about going to the ground with Charles Oliveira. So I think Benil Dariush is the play. But this fight could go a little bit longer than I think people anticipate. Oliveira is a finisher. He's got every record imaginable for post-fight bonus and finishes within the UFC. But I do believe this is going to be, like I just said, with the main event, a tactical fight. But Benio Dariush at the end of the day gets his hand raised. Okay. So Dariush on the money line, lay the wood on Dariush. Uh, you hinted at you think it might go along with, but you're not sprinkling any on the over here? I, I'm not, just because of the, the volatility of the fight. And also just Charles Oliveira is, is a finisher. Like he goes out and just finishes people or he gets finished. So, uh, but this is a high profile fight. This could be hit it for him. That being Oliveira, if he wants any shot at getting back to the championship, he needs to beat Badil Dariush, but I think he's in for a world of hurt on Saturday night. Okay, we got 90 seconds, Jordan. Anything else on the main card? Anything else in the early prelims or the prelim card? Yeah, the, you know, the former uh, Alabama Crimson Tide uh, football player, Eric Anders, uh, opens the card against Mark Andre Berrio. Berrio's a guy that likes to dirty up fights, utilizes cardio, smother guys, and, and, and use power. Eric Anders, if he looks right later today, so I'll warn people, don't play it now. Wait till Anders weighs in because he's struggled with the weight cut because he's a big dude, but extremely athletic. He hits hard. He's a tough guy to pull out of there as well. I think they kind of mirror each other. Uh, so I, I like Anders right now as a, as a plus money underdog for sure, but I, I'm hesitant just to want to see what he looks like uh, c come way in days, you know, a couple hours from now. So that would be, Something that I would highlight, uh, you know, on the main card as an underdog to, to, to take a look at. Okay. 
Uh, nothing in the Ige fight, by the way. I, I'm always drawn to him because he was a pandemic all-star where, like, those of us who bet him <laughs> yeah. had no business winning that fight, and somehow we got it. Nothing on that one. Yeah, you know, I, I, I like him to win the fight. Uh, I, I think Nate Landwehr is a tough out. He's got very strong cardio, comes after you. But Danny Ige just does everything a little bit better. His strength of schedule, certainly better. He looked brilliant his last time out against Damon Jackson when he knocked him out. Uh, I think Ige is going to have to be stuffed into that uh, Amanda Nunez parlay, maybe one more fighter, like a Mike Milad on the uh, on the on the main card as well. Uh, but Ige should win the fight for sure. But a little bit too 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 much juice there uh, for him to be such the heavy favorite. All right, three pack of picks from Jordan Sherwood. We'll have them all on the picks page. If you missed any of that, at Beeson.com/slash/picks. Jordan, uh, appreciate it. Enjoy the fights, man. All right, thanks as always for talking to you, Gail. Talk you to too. You soon. Jordan Sherwood at Wood on ESPN One. Thousand boy, oh boy, Carlitos with a hitch in his giddy up out there, Kelly. Is he gonna be able to finish this? Uh oh, uh oh. Kelly and I talk NBA Finals. We'll wrap things up on the other side. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sports books, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points. You can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20. MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. So, mm, McDonald's breakfast, Gil. Uh, Just sitting there waiting for you. Mm. What did Isaiah get me? Ash browns? A couple ash browns? ash browns, baby. My man. Look at that right there. Um, This is tough to watch. So, again, we're doing a show, so I don't, I don't know all the details, but uh, obviously Carlitos Alcaraz looking hobbled out there. He's getting rolled in the third set. 
Kelly, you bet on Djokovic, but you bet at a shop that will give you a refund if it doesn't go to completion. That's fun. This is where the tennis betting grading comes in, where you're betting at a shop that requires one set to be completed. By the way, this is if he quits. I don't know that he will. But if he were, that's how you're going to get graded, at a shop that requires one set to be completed or a, sh- or a sh- shop that requires the entire match to be completed. Um, and what it would do for me is it would erase, it would, refen- it would refund the match. The Carlos minus four would be a refund either in any way possible on spreads. And if you have a totals play, that would also be refunded. And it would kill my Iga Carlos parlay ones. Noted tennis uh, reporter and analyst Rob Moreno reporting from downstairs that uh, Twitter is saying it's cramping. Oh, okay. Well, so then he's going gonna to try to yeah, fight through that. Okay. Maybe. Oh, what a brutal way for this. Also, just from a sports fan's perspective, what a brutal way for this match to go at this point. But we'll see. We'll see. Not as much of a hitch in his giddy-up right now, but we'll see what happens here. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, before we get to all of our bets that we still have going on this weekend, uh, this is the first time I have laid eyes on newlywed. Well, since the wedding day, that is. Newlywed Jeff Parlay, everybody. Producer number five and eight, the Grover Cleveland of producers. How you doing, man? Uh, I'm great. I, I, of course, left my ring at home today because of a very smart person. Wow. 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 It's the third third time I've done that in the last 10 days. What week are we in? And they said it wouldn't last. No, I just three. Well, and it might not. Well, Kelly, Kelly, you'll enjoy this as being a, a bigger guy like me. Um, so in, in a, wow, in, shot. Oh, come on. That's not supposed to be a shot fire. Come on. Come on. But, but while we were in on our honeymoon, yeah. which, uh, by the way, uh, listeners, if you have the means to get the Santorini at some point in your life, do it. Unbelievable place. It's gorgeous. Um, be, because, uh, my ring was a little, a little snug to begin with. Oh, uh, re- refitting. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get it refitted this weekend. Oh. Um, so I've been wearing the silicone good, one. Good over save, the last Jeff. Few, good la- save, last man. few days. Good save, Jeff. Yeah. Nice job. Well done. Well Very done. good job. So uh, you've been married now for uh, three weeks. Is everything you imagined it to be? Yeah, it's been. I'm still married, so I that's mean, good. I mean, we're in Greece. I mean, that, that, that's a good thing. Yeah, no, it's it, it's been fun. I mean, when when the majority of the nearly three weeks now have been on have been in. Greece and Italy. I mean, it's, it's not, not a hard thing to do. <laughs> That's right. You could spend your whole married life in Greece and Italy. Uh, no, it was it was a, an honor to be invited to your wedding. We all had a great time. Deborah Song, fashion stylist, and I had a great time. Um, everybody had a great time. Ben Wilson great, gave a great speech. And mazel tov to you and your lovely bride. Did uh, did, did you mention what Wishnev gave us as a wedding gift? I did not. Did you hear what he did? Oh, no, please. Okay. Please. I just, I just want to throw this out here real quick because this is a vintage Wishnet moment, which, by the way. This is a sports betting thing. We, we, but I will say this. Todd was cutting it up on the dance floor. Cutting it up. Oh, just unbelievable. Th- that's what initial all reports night. had. You know you know yes. the guy who dances solo and schwitzes like, through all of his clothes? That's the guy. Yeah, I, yeah, I think was, Ben Wilson said exactly that as, as politely as possible. I, I, I made the great. mistake. Of, of 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 patting Todd on the back at one point during the night, it was not a good decision. <laughs> not a good decision. It was, it was just not so, a good so decision. So what did he get you? So Todd got us a gift that could be very nice or a gift that could end up in zero. Mm-hmm. He gave us a Jet season win ticket over. 
I oh, love it. That was our bet. I, I thought was it was going to go yeah. Mets World Series. That's well, what that was my been, guess. That, not only would that have been a bad number th- for what it was three weeks ago, it would be one that would definitely be worth. Well, I thought he got you a Jets futures. Ticket. No, he got he the, got, he you got the win total. Season win, win total. total. <laughs> he didn't even get the AFC East or the AFC title. He got the win total. You know what? To his defense, he got the one that he most likely. Thought why did if hit. he was going to do that? Why did he just go here, Jeff? Here's a Week One Jets against the right. spread bet for yeah, you. Just take the even money outright against <laughs> Buffalo. I mean, why not? Here's the Jets. T- Total first half total for week one. Enjoy. That's hilarious. He's vintage toddy. I'm gonna buy you a Jets under now. <laughs> oh hey, his defense was hey, if you want a profit, just hedge out. So if it loses, he got you no gift. Yeah, he got us no wow. gift. Wow. He got yeah, he had his presence. His presence was was enough. <laughs> it's great seeing him. Well, congratulations. Congratulations to your parents. Everybody had a great time. And I'm glad you're uh, you're back. And you are uh, hosting a podcast after this show. That's yeah, you'll we'll have our usual uh, VEASAN Saturday betting hour that goes to select markets in Ohio. Huh. Uh, that's uh, on Saturday. The pre-record goes out Saturday. And then uh, I'm in for Adam Burke on the uh, the baseball podcast as well. There you so, go. Uh, okay. So we'll be uh, doing that after the show. Parlay, everybody. All right, so let's find out what you're betting this weekend because I know uh, getting married didn't stop you from betting. So I am on, again, my, my college baseball plays, the only ones I have alive for the futures are Texas and Alabama. Uh, I do like Texas, though I have not bet it yet, full disclosure, for the series against Stanford. I probably will after the show. Um, and obviously the Ega future is just going to root all those home tomorrow because that's the biggest position of everything, and so hoping she can get it done against Carolina Mukova. I do not have any plays in uh, any preflop plays in NBA Finals Game 4 tonight. Remember, Game 5 is until Monday. Kelly, you have bets. I do have the one bet uh, for Jimmy Butler over points and rebounds tonight. I don't even really, I don't know what number it's at right now. I bet it instantly after game three, 32 and a half is what I have. I don't know. I could have gone one way or the other. I don't even really know how that moved. Let's see. And then I'm going to be, I've got a list going, Gil, of tailing some of our fantastic guests. I'm betting the draw in the Champions League match. Oh, wow. Look at you. Because I'm going to be sitting right there tomorrow while it's going on. Okay. So gonna do that. I'm betting. I'm betting hit show. Felica, you talked me into it. Good enough. I am doing. Ten, you a, I'm doing you a favor and not betting yeah. it. <laughs> ten to one, whatever. I'm doing that. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, then I'm gonna bet the over on the uh, Nunez Aldana fight tomorrow. Here's the thing. I'm totally gonna bet hit show and ruin it for everybody. <laughs> it's like I'm saying that now, but you know, by 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 post time tomorrow, I'm be like, okay, I'll do it. I mean, I'm on a roll. I, I won the Kentucky Derby uh, this year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that brings my horse race betting up to like one for 13 over the past, uh, you know, You're on a roll. 14 years. Parlay, what are you betting? What do you got? Oral Bob. Oral Bobby. Oh, another you, one. you like Ben Wilson. Yeah. 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 There's just too many people that actually know college baseball better than I do that like Oral Roberts this weekend. So we'll tail. You're doing it on the series, not for the, just not the for the series, whole just the series. Oh, okay. Just the series. So again, these are super yeah. regionals, best of three today, tomorrow, Sunday, and Monday are the, uh, are the first two games in the Super Regional. And so this is where it gets winnowed down to eight after the Super Regional's best of three, gets winnowed down to eight, and then it becomes the uh, Fakakta College World Series bracket that takes about a segment to explain to people. Yeah, it's it's only a little more complex than it needs to be. Yeah, But (laughs) Oral Roberts is the only thing. To me, the the NBA Finals is completely unbettable at this point unless if you're doing an in-game bet, and even that has been hard in the series. And that's kind of – listen, I mean, we we were punch drunk this week with the NBA Finals. I mean, Will Hill came on here the other day, and his analysis was, I hate their faces, right? Like, I mean, that's (laughs) what – And their uniforms. And their uniforms. Like, that's what it's gotten to. So even, like, the under in game three – 
was the last, I think, individual preflop bet I could eke out of this series. It, it, we love basketball. It's the biggest sport going on right now. But we don't. Our, our thing here is not to force bets, just to talk about bets. I, I love it. You know, the only one I was, I said it in game one. I yeah. was on Nuggets. I laid the points game one with Nuggets. And I was like, this might be the only pregame side total that I really feel confident about this entire series. Yeah. So you, you, you're a live guy at this point, too. And, I, and even that, that is, we'll see. I, and even that's not, yeah. because they, I, I didn't, I didn't make anything on game two, but that was a pretty obvious take. Denver when they got down early, and then they still didn't find a way to win the game. Is you, is your belief that Denver will? Uh, they're they're much better. Much Jokic. better. And Jokic is best player in the series by such a significant. What margin. what about that Florida Panthers win last night? Do you think this is a series now? Uh, it it now will go length. I still think Vegas wins, but now this will go length. It's going to go six or seven now. What did Chrissy say? He's as a bookmaker, he's rooting for Vegas to lose in seven. That's his his, his liability position. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I hope for the people it gets as far as in, and I hope they lose in seven. Yeah. So he you wants. You know what? I'm going to say the same thing. I would go seven, and then they lose. Novak Djokovic up two sets to one over Carlitos. Novak wins the third set six one. Carlitos uh, cramping. They're, it appears they're going to give it a go for set four. Remember where we are right at this moment. If Carlos somehow comes back and wins this. Uh, but right now, it's not looking good for Carlitos Alcaraz. And Novak Djokovic, as stoic and as zen as ever, waiting to resume set four. If, in fact, we do resume this match. Parlay, great to see you. Congratulations again. Glad you're back and safe. Great to be here as always. And again, uh, thank you for everything, Gil. My man, Jeff Parlay, Kelly Bidlin. Lombardi Line is next. Enjoy from VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters— with new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.